Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Hannah's circumstances would be considered quite unusual in our culture, and rightly so. She was not her husband's only wife. Elkanah, Hannah's husband, had two wives. His other wife was named Peninnah. This was not what God had instructed man to do from creation. The Bible's clear that God intended one man and one woman to be married for a lifetime. But over time, it had become culturally acceptable for men to have multiple wives. There are many examples in the Bible, even of godly men who lived that way. God graciously tolerated mankind's departure from his plan. Though people often learn the hard way that these complicated families could certainly make things difficult. Hannah experienced for herself just how painful it could be to have to share her husband with another wife. You see, Hannah was unable to have children, while Peninnah, Elkanah's other wife, had several children. And not only did Hannah have to watch her husband's other wife enjoy the blessedness of caring for and raising her children every day, while Hannah lived out each day by herself, but to make matters worse, Peninnah went out of her way to pour salt in the wound of Hannah's broken heart, mocking and belittling Hannah constantly. Elkanah had a special love for Hannah, and he tried to console her and to prove to her just how important she was to him. But the great desire of Hannah's heart was to have a son, and nothing could fill that void. Every year, Elkanah and his family would go to the house of the Lord in Shiloh and celebrate God's blessings, as the law describes in Deuteronomy 12 unto the place which the Lord your God shall choose out of all the tribes to put his name there, even unto his habitation shall ye seek, and thither thou shalt come. And thither ye shall bring your burnt offerings, and your sacrifices, and your tithes, and heave offerings of your hand, and your vows, and your freewill offerings, and the firstlings of your herds and of your flocks. And there ye shall eat before the Lord your God, and ye shall rejoice in all that ye put your hand unto, ye and your households, wherein the Lord thy God hath blessed thee. As Elkanah's family celebrated before the Lord year after year, he gave a portion of food to Peninnah and to each of her children, but he gave an especially generous portion to Hannah to try to encourage her, to let her know how much he loved her and how blessed he felt to be married to her. But Hannah's despair grew greater every year she couldn't celebrate. Finally, one year when Elkanah and his family went to the house of God in Shiloh, Peninnah's ridicule of Hannah was unbearable, and Hannah's discouragement took her to an all-time low. While the rest of the family celebrated, Hannah just cried and cried. Elkanah tried to console her. Hannah, why are you crying? Why won't you eat? Am I not better than ten sons? And despite Elkanah's good intentions, his words just made things worse. Hannah left the room in tears. Her feeling of hopelessness was heavier than any despair she had ever known. She felt like she had no purpose for living. The one thing that she desperately wanted to accomplish in life seemed to come easy to every other woman. But for her, for some reason that she couldn't figure out, it was impossible. It didn't seem fair. And it was a burden she couldn't carry any longer. Hannah was in bitterness of soul. She made her way to the house of God, 
and she poured out her heart to the Lord. She was weeping so intensely that she couldn't even get the words out. Her lips were moving, but she was praying silently. In earnest desperation, she made a promise to the Lord. O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid, and remember me, and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. As Hannah wept and talked to the Lord, she caught the attention of Eli, the priest in Shiloh. From a distance, it appeared to Eli that Hannah was drunk. Eli thought, How dare she come into the house of the Lord in that condition? So Eli walked over to Hannah and rebuked her. But Hannah responded very meekly, No, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. When Eli realized how passionately this woman had been praying, he didn't even ask her what her request was. He simply said, Go in peace, and may the Lord grant your petition. Hannah walked away from the house of the Lord with a hope that she had not enjoyed in many years. Her burden was gone. She wasn't weeping anymore. Her appetite had returned, and she actually sat down with the rest of the family and ate a hearty meal. Hannah traveled back home with Elkanah and the rest of the family. Before too long, their hometown was filled with the exciting news. Elkanah's wife Hannah is going to have a baby. God had heard and answered her prayer. When the baby boy was born, Hannah named him Samuel, which means heard of God. When the time was right, Hannah brought young Samuel to the house of God in Shiloh to be trained to serve the Lord. Hannah gave birth to many more children after that, and Samuel grew up to be used of the Lord to turn the nation of Israel back to God. Christian, when you're in despair, pour out your soul to God. There's no limit to what He can do. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.